Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And here we go, episode 49. Yeah, I was thinking, what can we do? Because we usually say 49, the edge of this or the edge of that. Um, I looked up some random facts about the number 49, okay. just to be different, because I'm, we, we, we started doing a pub quiz more yes. often, and these are little random facts that listeners might say, Jesus, I know the answer to that, because it was on the Honest to Pod podcast last week. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking we might save a question like, for each one, and then bring the question and be like, do you know the answer to this question, and then post it, because like, you know some of the harder ones? Yeah. Well, they're all very difficult, anyway. They are difficult. I was like, oh, that'd be good. I'm going to save some of the questions and see like, oh, we struggled with this, like, could you get it? Yeah. Like, We'll Your housemate always gets them. Always gets them. Yeah. So some interesting facts about the number forty-nine. Well, okay. I've, I've got two. <laughs> forty-nine is the code for international direct dial phone calls to Germany. Is that interesting? Well, it's a fact. Okay. You know, you, tomorrow night it could be like, what is the direct dial code, international dial code for Germany? I don't think I know anyone in Germany. No, there's no allowed code. But now you know the dial code. 49. Yeah. And did you know 49 is the first square number? Do you know square numbers? Something that times five, but what itself? Yeah. 49 is the first square number where the digits are squared numbers. So four is a square number and nine is a square number. They were the most interesting fact of all the facts you could get. 49 is a tough number. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough number. Good one to start with. <laughs> Okay. Oh. All right, fine. No, it's the Germany one. The 49, fair enough. I'll give you that. What is the square root of 49? Seven. Hey. hey. I think you get it. I got my GCSE math. I don't think you even need GCSE math for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Matt, tell me about your week. <sighs> Do you know what? Honestly, my week has been so long. God, I kind of mean it's one week, but like work has been really busy at the moment. And I've been spending a lot of time doing that. But the day I worked from like 7.30 until like 7.30, which was really long for me. What day is that? Tuesday. Damn. Yeah, it was really long. And then, but we went to Wales. I went to Wales this weekend. So we went to this place called Borth. So um, Adam has a caravan. His parents have a caravan there. And we went there two years ago. So it was me, um, Adam, Jordan and Chris, who you know. Mm. And we went there on Thursday night. So Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yep, you know him. Mm. Buddy, old pal of mine. Um, we were sharing a bed. You and Chris Hemsworth? Yep. Did he have his hammer? His little mallet he had. Oh. I guess. It was a little thing. But it's okay, I don't mind. It was good for travel anyway. <laughs> one of those ones. Good job. Emergency break glass to open one of those little hammers. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh. like those little toffee ones. We had those. Oh, yeah. yeah like that. <laughs> it was basically the equivalent of that. Um, no, it was really nice. The weather was like, it was like a, it was a four and a half hour drive, so we didn't get there until midnight, half past midnight on Thursday mm. when I drove up. And then we were did like, you drive? I drove up, yeah, I drove there and back. Oh, you drove back? Yeah, I just drove When did you get back? I just got back now. I know. I've been travelling for six and a half hours. He's in such a good mood, guys. Great mood, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a long day, because we got up early to watch the rugby, which we'll talk about in a moment, obviously, because that's been a great great weekend of rugby. Um, but yeah, anyway, we ended up staying really How's late. it, though? It has, it has been, yeah. How's it, how's it though? Yeah, did you watch today? I Sunday, watch today's Sunday. Today was, today was a great As well as the Australia, and that was a really good game. Wales came out. Absolutely smashing it and seemed to have got fatigued in some way. Um, yeah. But they were up 15 points, but they ended up winning, so that's really good. 
Um, well, we may as well go. How, how was your weekend? No, finish your, finish your thing. How well, your... We, we just played a bunch of games. So we played we played a lot of games, actually. Yeah, we set up on, on Thursday. We got back at half past midnight. And we didn't go to bed until after five in the morning. Just playing games. That's mad. Yeah, we thought we were tired. And I had this little dip in about three o'clock. And then just got this energy again. And I was like... Were you drinking? But not too much. I had about like four whiskeys. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, that's nice. They all got smashed. They all got really, really drunk. I just didn't have too much to drink over the weekend. So I don't want to drink too much anyway. Yeah. Um, we played a game called Sheriff's Nottingham, which is excellent. It's a really good bluffing game. Oh, and managed to get we didn't really get to play um, Unstable Unicorns though oh, we had to finish that game. game yeah and they were getting a bit drunk and then they were like oh we don't play this and they got a bit like but it's also you need it's the type of game where you need to have your wits about you they were drunk yeah you yeah. can't be drunk on playing Unstable Unicorns yeah because they, they couldn't read the cards yeah. and they were confused about everyone's cards and, and you forget just, the rules and yeah. you forget what your powers are and yeah exactly it's for the it's for a sophisticated audience on Unstable mm. Unicorns this one is because all the cards are, and I knew all the cards in the old one but this yeah. one is it's still funny though that's super unique yeah. Oh. Yeah, so just got back now. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I got my hair cut. Well, okay. We're not back in Limavady, okay? That can't be the highlight of your weekend. No, but, <laughs> no, but listen, right, so I got my hair cut, and um, I get done every two weeks. So, I mean, it's my routine, but this guy, so I go to this place, this time I get the hot guy. Nice. Really hot. Not remember the last time I saw this one guy who's a bit overweight and he rested his crotch on my shoulder while he's cutting my hair. I didn't get him. So good. But the hot guy decided not to rest his crotch on my shoulder. That's a shame. I know. But he was really hot. Um, he's not really hot. He's the best. I don't know. He's hot. Do you know what? He's hot. So you, your hair is really short. This, I need to get a haircut this week. Yeah. But your hair is still quite short. Yeah. Like, you don't have, I guess, it's strip man hair. Or not straight man, white man. <laughs> <laughs> white man hair, sorry. Um, but you don't have like... Cause... Got that girly, that curly gay hair. <laughs> That's what they know. It can possibly be straight. Yeah, no. Sorry, I meant it's white bent. man. I've got bent hair, is what you're saying. <laughs> your hair is bent. Okay. Um, yeah, your hair is, you know, Afro. All right? I think that's racist. <laughs> no, I do. I've got Afro-type hair. Talking Actually, some on. people call it so because I'm mixed race and my hair's not completely curly like Afro yeah. curly. Um, someone calls it coolie hair. So it's that, like smooth sort of Indian-like hair, but it's a bit wavy as well, so it's quite thick. Yeah. But yeah, it does curl. Yeah. It doesn't like basically the point I'm making. You you would have never had a. When I get my hair cut, they'll put their fingers through the hair and tug it. Absolutely never. Yeah. So that's what they do. So this hot guy is. Pulling my hair back, I'm just thinking, mate, spit in my face. Oh, God. <laughs> Choke me. <laughs> Harder. He's <laughs> yanking our hair. And I was like, oh, God, this is so sore, but I like it. <laughs> Listen, you've always come out so vanilla. This is great news. I know, yeah. He was, anyway, so um, he did make me blush a couple of times. Now, he was straighter than straight because he was so uninterested in it. There was no small, small chat. That's good. We don't like small talk. No, I know, but it's just obviously because I know he wasn't interested. I want, I wanted him more. So anytime his hand would go past, I was like, and he had, he had the softest hands because he touches your ear when he holds on your ear to cut your ear. So he touch, I was like, God, your hands are so soft. Oh my goodness! I didn't say that to him, but in my head, obviously I was like, he didn't yeah. say it. Yeah. And his skin it sounds a bit creepy, but his skin smelled amazing. It probably uses good cream, too. It does I mean it worked? And you definitely think he's straight. Oh, 100 percent. He might just not be into you. Well, no, but he was also checking girls out that walked past. Oh, you go. Okay, fair. Plus, he wasn't into me. 
Well, at least he had good skin and good hair because that's really and good hands. Left hands. He had really. Good, I kept looking at his hair and I was thinking, <clears> your hair is <throat> lovely. Like it's really. Th- oh, wow. Was he what? What ethnic background do you think he was? Yeah, just, Arabic. Let's speculate. Okay. And soft um, hands as well. The softest. Crazy. Yeah, the yeah. seat was moist. That was just your greasy skin. That's disgusting. No, no, it wasn't. I was a dripping. So vile. We need to do some sex. <laughs> well. God. Um, oh well, did you say what? No, no, I, I was a. I know. Oh, okay. Mm, mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Still a virgin. Um. So I got my hair cut, and right, this other thing as well. So I started this new job, and obviously I'm into my second week. There is. First week I didn't see him, but second week, an office hottie. Yeah, that was office hottie. He's so hot. Now the problem is, I don't think I've seen him first time because there's two kitchens on our floor, mm. and I go to the one closer to where my seat is. Makes sense. Yeah. But there was no cups there that week or that Monday, so I went, I went to the other kitchen. How far away is the other kitchen? It's probably about ten second longer walk. Do you know what I mean? But it's just not closer. So it doesn't, you know, but, um, but I went to the other kitchen and you, I walked past his desk to get there and I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> definitely. I would definitely walk by that regularly. Well, this is, this is my new kitchen, but because I go there so often now, because I get so much water and I get so much tea, I'm constantly going to that watering hole just to check him out. Nice. And then he had the rugby on the other day at his TV by his <laughs> screen and I was watching that and I was like. Oh, is that the rugby? Is that the rugby? Oh, you've got the rugby there. <laughs> what are you watching? Are you watching the rugby? Oh, I like the rugby. <laughs> I was watching on the weekend, mate. Yeah, I can't. We're best friends. I'm going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just grab a seat. See next him. <laughs> got my tea. Do you want tea? Rugby. <laughs> yeah, because I go so much and get water and tea now, I have to piss all the time. Like I'm sure my um my coworkers think I've got some like track infection or something the amount of times I run to that toilet but it's worth it to see him you should it get some really it. tight jeans no so you can see little swaddle you know, like, <laughs> little ass cheeks just going side to side or pad it you need to pad it obviously but this but. was what happened I was going to the toilet at one point and I was I thought it, like I was I thought it, I thought he was going to come down this way because um, it's it's glass and you can sort of see people walking around. The toilet's glass. No, no, the the office is all glass. So you, I can I can see people coming up the corridor, and I thought it was him coming up the corridor. Um, so I sort of like oh, I need I'll bust him for the toilet. So I said I'll wait so that he'll walk past and I can see him. Um, I was waiting there for ages. And I was like, what the fuck is he? And then I just sort of forgot. Then anyway, I then had to go to the toilet. So I kind of really rushed to the toilet. And you know that moment when you go to push the door open, but somebody else pulls the door from the other side, and you sort of fall forward? That's happened. That just happened. So I was rushing to the toilet, pushed the door open, fell through the door. You didn't fall on the floor, did you? No. Oh, okay. I fell onto the person who opened the door. And it was him? It was the hottie. Sick. And I was just like, I was like, oh, this is a You could have, like, gone next to him. The, I mean, I know you get pee shots, so you'll never go to urinal. No. I've but I would definitely be, like, peeing next to him, just trying to have a, a look, for sure. Mm. 100%. Standing really far back from it. Well, he was coming out of the toilet as I was going in. I know, but if you... It doesn't make sense. The timings don't make sense to me. That You saw him walking from ages ago, so you decided to wait for a wee. You would have been waiting all of three seconds and noticed that he didn't come around the corner. No, but, but the point is, I was like, waiting so long. I was like, what the fuck is he? Because I thought he was coming this way. But it turns out he went just basically went, went the other way. Yeah, went the other way. 
Shit. Yeah. Did you go into his urinal to see, or like his cubicle to see if he'd done a big old shit? <laughs> and just sniff at all the good yeah, air? Yeah, I licked, licked the toilet bowl. What's his name? I don't know yet. Yet. You haven't got a girlfriend at work, have you? No. Do you know the girls? No. There's a girl, there's a girl I actually quite like. She's vegan though. And we I all know. You feel about vegans. <laughs> no, oh my goodness. No, I didn't. That bitch. She just <laughs> an avocado in the face. <laughs> It was her fault that all of the stories that we're about to talk about happened. Yeah. It was her fault. Brexit. That Ireland lost in the rugby. <laughs> Fucking vegans. Right. Do you know why? Because they eat all the grass that you used to run. No. Oh. And then, um, the only other thing I have to comment this week is, did you see my teabag situation? That was the tube? Yeah. Well, I was going to make a joke of it. But I was going to say, you know, I have a teabag situation. I tried breathing through my nose, but it just wouldn't work. It's about teabagging, is it? That was the joke. Okay. But how grim do you have to have it to leave your teabag situation? Just plopping it on the floor. I wouldn't even notice it. I was disgusted. Someone's wet teabag. <clears throat> well, the thing is, you can't leave the teabag and it gets too strong. You don't just throw it on the floor of a tube. You think about this before you get on the tube. Okay, yeah. But maybe if it was still brewing and they had to run. <laughs> you can't justify litter. No. No, I wouldn't have made a whole Instagram story about it, probably. Well, you... And you called it a situation. I was like, was it a situation? situation. Okay. Teabag situation. Tell me about the rugby this weekend and the Rugby World Cup. Is Nothing really week. happened this weekend. Nothing? Week. No. England played on Thursday. I didn't see that game. Apparently, apparently it was terrible, you know? Yes, yeah, did. apparently it was a terrible game. I never watched it. It was in the middle of the work day. It was 11 o'clock. Well, I'm like 50-something, 53. The, the hottie didn't even have it on. What did he have on? He didn't have the TV was on that day. What day was he watching rugby? Friday? No. Early in the week. Oh, good. Who played on Monday? I don't know. Someone did. <clears throat> we, did Wales play I Monday? I think Wales played on Monday against Georgia. Yeah, he had the Wales game on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we watched Wales v Australia today, and they won 26 22. Such a good game. And then. Do you know what? I'm glad Australia got beat. I'll tell you why. Blanket statement. You hate Australians. <laughs> I hate Australians. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what it is. I just thought. The guy, I don't know his name, the captain for Australia, the blonde one. Yeah. He was just rude to the ref. He argued with the ref. I was like, mate, your team fucked up. You can't just sit here and say, what am I supposed to do in this scenario? You know the rules. Don't argue back to the ref. He didn't ask him about, which was kind of fair, because even when we were watching it, Jordan was asking. So there was one where that guy used his forearm and then it stayed up on his chest and hit his neck. And then he was like, well... What were we uh, supposed to do? Because it was poor tackle technique. The guy that tackled him basically tackled him upright, which is fair. But then the guy who had the, the ball carrier, you know, put his arm forward. And I guess, you know, if you're playing rugby and it's very fast and stuff, natural instinct is just to push someone away. Mm. But it doesn't excuse it because it's about protection, isn't it? You need to yeah. protect people's heads. And, and the guy knew, well, like the commentator said, he thought he was going to be sent off. This is something else I'm talking about. You're talking about when you hit Dan Bigger, right? No, because he... The, it was the same guy came over to the ref took his gum peel put it in his sock and then after went did he not run on apologise to the guy he pushed and then put oh, his yeah. gum shield back out again I just I'm going off with oh, the commentators I can't remember I didn't see it I just went off the commentators um, but yeah Michael Hooper his name is the captain dickhead he's not a dickhead is that what I you're... literally hate all Australians because of him now oh god you hate him before Israel Palau maybe you hate him I, oh, don't even Ireland, Ireland's game. So I didn't watch it, but um, Ireland... Nothing really to talk about in the Ireland game. Were the underdogs in a game that they, you know, deservedly the lost. Oh, wait, sorry. 
I forgot they're actually the world number one. My no, bad. they're not. They're number four. Number four? Yeah. They're only world number one a couple of weeks ago, aren't they? Yeah. Things change. So okay. they're number four at the minute. Because of the game? No. Okay. So the host Japan beat Ireland in the World Cup? 16-12. Yeah, the word host is quite important there. Because they have an advantage. They get a four-point advantage because by being the hosts. It like they're at home. There is the mentality of if you play at home, you're you know it's harder to beat somebody at home. It's fair then to say that Ireland should have lost because even though they're you know one of the best teams in the world, because of playing the host team, they should have lost. Then no, I'm saying they're not as good as the host teams. No, I'm saying. Why are you saying them? Because you're saying because the host team they get an advantage, but but Ireland are technically far higher ranks than Japan. I I I didn't go into. I'm not smug enough with you know unlike English. I don't go into our team. Well, well, well. <laughs> I don't go into Why? every game thinking we've got this in the bag. Japan they obviously did. Japan, I've been coming up for the last four years since they beat South Africa down in Brighton. And they were the hosts. Yeah. No, wait. No, they weren't the hosts. No, they still just, won against the team. Yeah, so, so does it make a difference what we're saying? I see. Well, no, I wait see. a minute. No, 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 no. Because no, let me prove you wrong. Okay, okay. It's not as if they played at South Africa and then they beat them. They Both teams were playing away. South Africa and... Japan were playing in Brighton. Right. So no home advantage. So what we're saying doesn't make a difference. So your argument of oh, Japan the host and that's important oh, is actually know, null know, and void is what we're saying. No, but what I'm saying is do you know how England were knocked out of the own World Cup really early and they played at home? That's an embarrassment. I mean, you're living in the past. I'm living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and then it also agrees with your point, which is, it, it, I mean, it disproves your point about being the host nation. Yeah, no. So there we go. It's embarrassing that England still managed to lose a game really early on. <clears throat> you were beat by Wales, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember these things. Well, I don't I remember. remember. Um, so our, anyway, okay, back to earning game. Japan from the get go. I literally put a post up on my um, Instagram your feet. five minutes in and said, "Fucking hell, Japan are on this game." Apparently, they were just like beast tackling, like you're just absolutely destroying. You, you, they were so fast. Like Japanese have a reputation, haven't they, about being efficient, getting things done. Fucking hell, that defense was unbelievable. Anytime there was a ruck, the you know usually that's what they were praised for. They're rucking that game apparently. They just oh my god, it was so good. And Ireland's usually quite disciplined. Mm. Um, I'm going to say this, and I know everybody's going to just roll their eyes. They don't blame the ref. I'm going to blame the ref because for of seeing the penalties. No. How dare he see the penalties? No. How dare I think I think that the ref was too harsh on Ireland. And I'll tell you why. Tell me why. <laughs> Vegetarians. Vegetarians. Vegetarians <laughs> the ref was a vegan. Yeah. No. Um I just think I think he was stricter than what other refs would have been. And I'm not saying Ireland deserved to get off of things to be wrong, but I don't think they should have given away a team that's renowned for not giving away penalties. There was something not right that they were punished so much for penalties when they're the easily one of the most disciplined team, teams that play. So Japan didn't deserve to win. No, but where was the ref from? Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Australia. Fucking Australia. Any of your Australian listeners out there? <laughs> get the fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off, bruv. Alright. <laughs> oh, I wish uh, I watched it. I might watch it on catch up or something. It, it is actually one of the... Just to watch the game. It's a good game. Sad score. But 
the better team. It makes it interesting because rugby, you don't really get many um, upsets. No. Like, because, you know, the top teams generally are the top teams Mm. and to get upset is very, very difficult. So it does make it exciting because, you know, Ireland's, I mean, it would be surprising if Ireland didn't make it through anyway. That that would be an absolute shock. But um, it's just like a, Sometimes these things can really lift you up, and you don't you don't take it for granted, and they really just think about mm. how important it is. Um, I think after Scotland's performance of a day against Ireland, I think that they won't make it in that group. No, only two or three. It's definitely going to be Japan and Ireland. Japan's at home; they have to go through. Oh no, that's not right because England didn't get through. But <laughs> well. so uh, yeah, it was a good weekend for rugby. Well, I mean, I've been away this weekend, and so my excuse is I didn't prepare or provide enough. <gasps> I know, I know. So I came just for a little chit-chat. Okay. I mean, there's a few things that I want to talk about, but we'll keep them quick. Five minutes, maybe max each, if that. Something. I'll say nothing. You just talk and then... I'll no, no, because yeah, people don't people want to hear me just talk. They want to hear you. They actually come to hear me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like the facilitator. And you're the talent. Do you want to start this week, actually, just realised? So RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to watch it? Uh, watch the UK one because everyone's going to be talking about it <sighs> do you know what my housemates are what re- they re-watch RuPaul all the time so actually we're watching I'm re-watching the series we're, we're watching the season at the minute that did the share musical yeah season 10 I think 11 isn't it 11 I don't know I think it's 10 it's the one with Eureka yeah I think it's 10 because 11 was the last one right yeah yeah okay I think so um, I just watched I just watched that one did you yeah I don't like Eureka no one does She's a good drag queen, though. She, she's fake as fuck. And I think she keeps it raw. And she tries to come across not being fake, but she's like, I'm just trying my hardest out here. So I see her as like, I think she's really honest and open and quite true to herself. She's just not that likeable for everyone. Mm. But I don't think she's fake. I think she's real. I think she keeps it 100. I've only seen one episode, so I'm <laughs> judging. <laughs> no, I think she keeps it real. I do. But, um... I have to say, watching the Cher musical, we uh, reignited my love of Cher. I don't really care for Cher. Cher lies in man. Really? Oh, yeah. I saw someone post that she's performing again. But I'm not paying that much for tickets. You're not paying that much? You know how much they cost? For 200 odd quid? No, not yes. yet. No, no. Are, no, you, no. are you serious? Um, who has it? We were talking about the other People have got tickets. I'm not paying that much money. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we. by the way, guys, we did price the Whitney Houston tickets, and I was right. What, 50 quid? 50 quid. Yeah, yeah. Was that you? It was you and me were talking about it. Yeah, I was saying to Jordan. I was like, who was I talking to about this? <laughs> but someone said... Just yeah, your best friend, actually. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, so many conversations and so much tripe. You know, oh. Plus, my memory's really bad. Yeah, man. Who? 50 quid to watch a hologram? I just won't do it. I just want to... I'd I rather play it on my... Put a CD on, put a picture on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Same thing. Just put wig on, look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a lip sync assassin. That's a RuPaul Drag Race quote. Oh, that's what people do. It's a term, not a quote. Who says that? Anyone? They be like, this one is the lip sync assassin of the season. Yeah. Oh, it's because yeah. they they were like in the bottom a lot, but they're so good at lip syncs that they they still get through. <laughs> it's like basically anyone they're in trouble, they do that fucking spit thing, and they're like, oh, I'll do this to see the day. A split's not good enough now, but it's, it's a like, split, oh my God, it's not split double wig reveal. Yeah, yeah. Fucking costume change. Yeah, exactly. Literally, yeah, yeah. You have to prepare so much just to do it. <laughs> dead, dead. A death drop. No, what is it? Dead. A death drop. No, animals. Dead butterflies coming out of your uh, ass or something. 
That never worked, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Did she just fucking so, look uh, bouncing around these butterflies? I can see them. Is it? Oh, I've seen them before. Sorry, oh, the one okay. the show musical. Oh. Wait, yeah, it's the same one. Same one, same season. Really? Yeah. Oh. So you've seen it before then? No, I just remember that in the news. Oh, okay. So if you can't watch that season, that'll happen at the end. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> the news, the tabloids. <laughs> Front page news. Guardian news. news. <laughs> Drag queens kill. Mass murder. <laughs> Drag queens mass murder oh, butterflies. In... And here RuPaul won an Emmy. They won an Emmy this year. Oh, won... The show won an Emmy last year. Did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it was for different. That was a daytime Emmy. This one's like the... Visual arts Emmys? Apparently there's loads of different ones. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, but they won one of the main Emmys the other day for best reality show. Oh, okay. Fair, fair. It's, yeah. It's not a daytime Emmy? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. But, you know, you know, winning an Emmy's not bad. Yeah, it's amazing. Daytime or not? For sure. That's what Why are you mean. judging? Well, I just, I didn't realize it was a daytime Whoopi Emmy. Goldberg. A visual arts Emmy. Whoopi Goldberg's Emmy is a daytime Emmy. And that's why she got her EGOT. I do like an EGOT. I got that term from 30 Rock. 30 Rock! Yeah. Yes. I love 30 Rock. It's really good. I do love 30 Rock. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, RuPaul. It was fun. Um, what was I watching the other day which I actually thought was a lot of fun? And it must have been when all the people come back of the new series. All Stars. All Stars. Tre- Trevor, one of the guys I live with, I put a YouTube video on and it had, it was four of them and they were doing this dance and the rhymes were all really like cool and cut in and it was who was it, it was Alaska I know I know I, I know all the names now Alaska Katya fuck who are not Raven what do you call her could have been Raven it was another girl and then there was detox and they're all like rapping I don't remember with on the stage on the stage yeah yeah I think I saw it like they climbed up. Um, yeah. I can't remember who the other person was. Yeah. It wasn't Raven. I think it's the girl who initially <clears throat> did the wig reveal. And she took off her wig. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can think it's Alaska Talks. So her name is Roxy Andrews. Could have been her. Yeah. And I, hers was really bad. Yeah, it wasn't no, the best. Yeah, yeah. Yes, then yes, I remember. I thought it was so good. I'm really starting to enjoy it now, you know. That's great. I love Rupert Drag Race. I think... I think drag is one of the things from LGBT culture that is breaking through to mainstream culture. You are about three years behind this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you are so behind. Why? It's ten years. Well, Bianca Del Rio just was like the first like drag queen to have. She saw like Wembley. Well, Wembley Arena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wembley Stadium, Wembley Arena. The little arena next to Wembley Stadium. Oh, it's a nice It's got like... A quarter of like, oh, okay. it's, but it's still amazing. Yeah, it'd be like the biggest performance that the drag queen has had or something. But um, Bianca Del Rio's uh, season six, yeah, is the only season I've seen back to from. That one's really good, and I've seen it three times because I really enjoyed it. It's really good. You I like Bentley, and I've seen the All Stars of Bentley Creme. That was All Stars three, yeah. I've seen that really one. good. That was really good. I like um, Bentley Creme, but yes, drag queens are already breaking into mainstream. Right. Jesus Christ. This is funny. Here I am trying to jump on board and you're I like, just get back, bitch. <laughs> like, no, you're not welcome. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm. You are, yeah, watch it. Watch the season. I don't um, know anymore. Just rewatch season six. Though. So were you watching season <laughs> <Rewatch> season six? <laughs> just keep doing that then, apparently. It's going to win. <laughs> and you can do <laughs> yeah, um, where, what day does RuPaul start? Thursday, the third. Thursday, the third. 
as in today, if they listen to this podcast. Oh, if yeah. If Ashley does it. If I, I do it. Up, if we do it. Uh, oh, my God. I just, I was sitting at home and I literally was sitting on th- Thursday night thinking, or Wednesday night thinking, I thought I had something to do tonight, but I do. <laughs> I woke up on Thursday morning and you're like, oh, bitch. Uh, right, we actually have a few bits to talk about, them, but we'll keep them quick right soon. We just go on so many tangents. So, during the, um, what game did you have today? Wheels and... Australia. Oh, yeah, fucking... Wheels and Australia. Um, two Welsh, two Welsh players came out as gay. What do you mean? They had that passionate kiss. Oh, God. On this... <laughs> Listen, you can't assume that they're gay just because of that. Allegedly. Nothing wrong with man, you know, affection, male affection. In fact, we should support this. I, I support it 100%. Ugh. I supported it for about 15 minutes this afterwards. Is why, this is why we wouldn't come out, because of you. Because, <laughs> because of you, people like you. What the, I, no, basically what happened was, Wheels had just won the game. And <clears throat> Alan Wynne-Jones, who I'm not a big fan of anyway. I don't know, I just don't like him. He's Welsh. <laughs> you know what I'm like with the Welsh. I don't, but apparently you hate them too. <laughs> Fuck, I hate everyone that's not Irish. Um, no, I just don't like Alan Wynne James. I just don't think he's as good as what everybody says he is. He played really well today. So he basically went up and George North, who is an absolute hottie, and Alan Wynne James said, you know, I'm going to use this moment as a, as a platform to kiss. It's like, because um, there was female football players in the World Cup the American team that did the same thing, I think. Yeah. 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 But they were actually lesbians, were they? Yeah. They were yeah. actually in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so these two straight guys shared a passionate peck on the lips for half a second. Basically, like, your like, no <laughs> yeah, understand. It was all... Bye. <laughs> oh, God, that was hot. <laughs> well, it's enough for me. Do you remember that time we were watching the rugby last week and the two guys embraced and they got really close and I was like, kiss, kiss, kiss. They were two hotties. They really hot. Oh. Um, That's one thing we should do is just start rating out hotties. <laughs> like, honestly, there was another one today. It was a reserve hooker for Wales. Oh, my goodness. So good. And obviously, Dan Bigger is unbelievable. Another hooker in Wales. The reserve, the one who came on as a substitute hooker was, in my opinion, a it's the year of the hookers. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um. So, anyway. Obviously, Australia played. Israel Folau no longer plays for Australia Union. But he made the news this week because he has been picked up <coughs> by Tonga. Is that right? Is that right? Tonga. Is that right? Tonga is correct. That's how you pronounce Tonga. No, but is that the team? Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tonga Rugby League. Now, coincidentally, it is illegal to be gay in Tonga. It's one of those countries which hasn't yet moved into the real world. Um, so that made the news. I remember we were at the pub quiz on Monday and it was on the news in the background then. Well, you know, he, he used to play rugby league and then he transferred over to rugby union and then, yeah, tried rugby league again. He used to support gay rights, but then all of a sudden he didn't. Um, cause he did that cover shit for me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but apparently his deals derailed is the headline I read. Why? Oh, this is, this is when I told you I didn't have a chance to read the article. I just read the headline. So this is a, an assignment for everyone who's listening. 
Um, <laughs> we've given you some homework. Yeah. Can you do our research for us? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, I read the article, but I couldn't make sense of what they were saying because I don't know some of these rugby things. Um, so you talked about a ball. Well, it says that 20... So they, they fired their coach. Right. So right? I didn't pick up an Innes. And so 27 of their players had basically said that they weren't going to turn out for Tonga because they wanted him to be reinstated. Right. So because okay. there was so much internal politics, they didn't want to... The governing body, MLI, if it said, or whatever it was, whoever, it said that they will suspend Tonga from playing because of their internal politics that was happening. Damn right. And then they also said that they were, part of that is they thought that... Well, they denied the fact that they didn't want Israel Folau on the team by suspending Tonga. Yeah. It wasn't to stop him from playing. Yeah. They said it was because they it would deal with it, it would, you know, ruin a lot of their sponsorship relationships and things like that if if he joins the team. And apparently Tonga have a lot of players to select from anyway and that it didn't form part of their decision to not include him. It's the fact that they had so many other players they could choose from. Mm. Basically apparently they they've got some internal so they've reinstated their coach, apparently. But there's some per- <clears throat> internal politics. Mm. That's why they suspended them. That see, you don't even need to do research. Matt done it for us. That was you pulled that one. I think one. I read three lines <laughs> on the article. <laughs> you pulled that one out of the bag. Yeah. For somebody saying I don't know anything. I just don't I'm know anything so apart from MLF. And the tongue of Mate Ma'a. But apparently also I did read another article Ezra Fly this week. His he's still going to court, claiming he was unfairly dismissed. What's mm. interesting is the because he's done this twice. He used social media as a platform to whatever. Um, the first time he did it, he accepted that he pushed the boundaries. He openly accepted in a statement. So he's partly going to court with a statement he made saying what he has done goes against the guidelines, it acknowledges it's damaging and he won't do it again. And he does it again and now he's saying it's unfair that you're firing me. Even though before he understood and appreciated the fact that he pushed the rim too far. And also I read that six months after he initially put a homophobia on his social media where he said all gays will burn in hell unless they repent for their sins, he got a pay rise. From who? In rugby union. He got a pay rise six months later. Even though he was... Oh, before he was made... Uh, before, before he was, he was fired, yeah. He got a pay rise six months later and then the, four months after that he posted again and then a month after that he got fired. Well, what are you due to? It's performance-based incentives, I guess, at pay rise. I mean, they don't do pay rises, they just do new contracts, don't they? Negotiations. Yeah. And so if you're performing well, then you can demand more money. Fuck him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, if only you could, but he won't let you. <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's Australian. Oh my goodness. But he doesn't want you, so that makes you want him more. That's so true. It's yeah. always the way. <laughs> well, I love those homophobes. You walk past the, Oh, I can't say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. Uh, the other story I want to talk about this week was... So, earlier in the week, it was announced that Facebook will not enforce its community standards on content posted by politicians. So, that might be LGBT hate-related posts. You know, somebody actively saying... Marriage is between man and woman, you know, or a bit more aggressive. Um, and it won't be, it won't be policed the same way as if 
your your eye approaches something beautiful. But did you know that in the last year, Facebook has made $1.6 million entirely off ads from hate groups. So hate groups are using Facebook ads to promote their messages. Um, a lot of it is anti-immigration ads. So $959,000 on anti-immigration ads. <clears throat> then we've got $542,000 with anti-LGBT ads. Then we have $69,000 from anti-Muslim ads. $5,000 from white nationalist groups. $400, which is just classed as general hate ads. And $150 from black nationalist groups. <laughs> well, well, I just thought it was interesting that Facebook actually make money off hate crimes or people posting hate messages. Yeah, well, I don't know how you'd be able to get ad. I don't know if you can just send money and they don't screen it, you know, kind of thing, I guess. maybe. It's, I no, feel like with such big companies... They're, like able, they're, they're able to take down posts we put up. If I, when I, because I work in advertising and marketing, they're so closely policed, you can't have this much text, you can't have this. Everything gets signed off. There's, when you post on Facebook, there's no way of, you don't, it just doesn't go through into a space and automatically get, through everything gets checked. But do you think it's by through humans or like the system itself? Like it's got like a set of rules and stuff. Well, they're, they're making money off it. It's not as if... Yeah, they could change the rules that they said. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, this is a year's worth of profits. It wasn't like, fuck, we let one slip. Let's <clears> change what we're doing. It's, let's make money. I wonder why it's just politics. Like, do you think that they're saying, well, because they like represent the people and then people get to see what they are truly like or something? Mm. Um, There's going to be some grey area with like religious freedom. I'm, I'm really getting bored of this argument where religious freedom can... Make, you can get away with saying you can so. get away being homophobic because because I read it fuck I read something just literally before we started recording about it some girl had done something oh man and it was the most insane scenario and then she said she was fired for it and she was religious expression I was like no you're just a bitch <laughs> you're just a cunt mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah Facebook making money off hate crimes um I think that kind of feeds what we were talking about the other week about even cyberbullying and stuff because people can get away, especially larger groups and stuff, about saying, you know, you can kind of, people aren't being monitored enough. Mm. You know, and I know like posts on Facebook are um, to the wider view, but like instant messaging to individuals and private attacks aren't being monitored either. We know that in Instagram, mm. you know, you can message someone and say whatever you want, but not, and, and kind of really get away with it. Unless it's reported or something, yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads on to this next thing. Where, um, because we were talking about cyberbullying a couple of weeks ago, and I read in the news this week that there was a little 16 year old kid called Channing Smith who died, he committed suicide on this day last week, last Sunday. Um, he confided in his friends that he was bisexual, and the friends shared the messages on Instagram and Snapchat, humiliating, humili- can't say the word, humiliating. Is that the right word? Is that said right? Tonga? <laughs> is it Tonga? Oh, fuck off. Good, yes, humiliating. Hum- humiliating him in front of, <laughs> obviously, everyone. Um, he then, one of the people who was, 
he was spreading the messages. He confided in that he was feeling suicidal, felt really attacked. And she did nothing and she said nothing. And then he killed himself. Which is incredibly sad. Um, but his family are interested in pursuing criminal charges against the people who shared the photographs. Um, but they're stuck with Craig Northcott, who's an anti-LGBTQ district attorney who made national news not that long ago for saying that he doesn't think same-sex couples oh. deserve domestic violence protection. Oh my goodness. So we could be in a relationship and you could be beaten down on me. I mean, I know that's what you want. You just said it. <laughs> Harder. Choke me. Um, and I'm... And it'd be okay. I'd be okay. That's madness. You're mad. Oh well. It's the world we live in. Cyberbullying doesn't obviously cause suicide directly, but it's mass... It, but it as a massive stressor and it can um, have significant mental health consequences, including depression, anxiety, associated suicide thinking. Um, but it's just incredibly sad to think that he reached out for help and he didn't get it. 16. Nasty age. Mm. Uh, so sad. Um, I think it's in my head. In my head, when I read this, I was thinking, "Why are you? Why did you reach out to somebody who caused this aggro?" Who the girl? The the, why, the kid. Why did he reach out to the girl who caused the aggro? She's one of the ones spreading them. Like, shared, I think. Maybe didn't until after or something. Oh, but you, I guess you think these people are your friends. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I just is mad. Poor guy. Oh my god. But, yeah, just shows you. It's not a nice world that we live in. Cyberbullying, people getting picked on because they're LGBT, it still happens. We don't live in a... Mm. Even about sexuality, because you never really think about it. I think it's often forgotten run about, um, you know, like, lesbian and gay and, you know, same-sex marriages. But, yeah. You know, but it's interesting that coming out as bisexual would have the same sort of... In my head, it's probably bad, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't expect the same result because... You know, you you can like the opposite sex as well. Yeah, you know. it's sort of like you can almost hide. Um, mm. not that you should have to. No, exactly. Yeah, but you've sort of got an out. Um, but, but no, I still got treated the same way. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It reminds me of I'm. You don't really rise. It reminds me of X Men, because X Men, the 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 whole mutants fighting humans was all sort of based on LGBT rights. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. can't we have powers? <laughs> we have some powers. <laughs> you have that velocity. Oh, I was going to say really good skincare regimes, but obviously that only comes from me. We have different powers, Ben. <laughs> We've got different powers. Yours. I have the ability to attract really hot men, but then never do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a film in the... There's a film, no, there's a scene in film X-Men 2 <clears throat> where Nightcrawler is speaking to Mystique. And do you know Mystique? Yeah, I know the, I know oh, X-Men character. Oh, do you? I don't know if you were. I watched the cartoons growing up. Oh, cool. So yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Blue. Um, Alan Cummings movie. Oh, I guess yeah. Alan's version. No, no, this was the, this was the yeah. original, yeah. Um, and he says to Mystique, 
you know, you can change into anything you want. Why do you choose to be blue? And she's like, you shouldn't have to. And I'm like, go girl. You go girl. You go girl. That's fair. Yeah, because he can't change because he hates his big old hands. He does, yeah. And his scars and he's... Oh, I love that film. X-Men 2. Who... X-Men 2. Best opening sequence ever in a film, in my opinion. I remember seeing it in the cinema to this day. And it was when Nightcrawler attacks the president. And he's in the White House. And he's like... Poof, 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 he's all these different places and he's wiping out all of the Secret Service and it's fucking phenomenal. Well done, Brian. I always like Nightcrawler. He's cool. I like him. Um, and then the last little story, little mini story I wanted to cover is... So Brexit, we've got, we have gone 49 episodes... I remember 49 because it's the dialing code for Germany. Uh, we've got an entire German dialing code, <laughs> international dialing code. Um, we've gone 49 episodes without mentioning Brexit. Yeah, because I don't want to talk about that. No. But sadly, this ep- this is sad news. Obviously, we're going to Australia. Sad, sad yeah, it's not enough. Not enough beat the podcast <laughs> for fucking Australia. And this. Um, so Brexit could apparently lead to a shortage of PrEP. So obviously those who are listening for the first time, we've mentioned before, but PrEP is a drug that you can use that significantly decreases the chance of passing on HIV. Of contracting. Of contracting HIV. I know my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Currently there's three manufacturers of PrEP. And with Brexit, I mean, it's understood that a few of those manufacturers are looking to pull out of the market. Um, the UK, uh, not the UK, England and Wales are currently driving through trials of PrEP and um, a massive increase for demand. And then obviously if these two manufacturers or how many it is pull out, there's going to be a drastic decrease in supply. It's going to cause, potentially cause issues. Now, quick Brexit talk. I know people, I, th- I, I voted stay, as any sane person, in my opinion, would. <laughs> Don't really rise with me. No judgments here. You, you know, you say sane people, but people have their reasons for stuff. Not that I, you know, mm-hmm. I voted the same as you, but I'm not, doesn't mean I'm saying or insane. Mm-hmm. I, th- I just think takes a real lack of judgment to vote for something that you don't know what you're voting for. So the, my problem with Brexit is I think we should have another referendum. And it's not because it didn't go my way. I just think that the government should have worked out all these little bits before people, you know, from my, for, look at my country, people are, people, we voted to stay as a country but we're now affected with potentially war, um, terrorism, because nobody had agreed what the trade was going to be between Ireland, which should have been done up front. Mm. My point of Brexit <clears throat> is they should have had this all worked out and said, guys, this is what you're voting for. But they didn't know, did they? Because then they just said, let's, vote, let's, let's feed people full of millions of pounds on buses, shit. And 
So it take, in my opinion, it takes a real lack of judgment to vote for something that you don't know what you're voting for. Well, I never, I never watch the news. In fact, I actively avoid it. But then we were watching the news actually, surprisingly, over the weekend, and I was like, it's not that bad. The thing I hate with most things is that everything's always so sad. Pardon me. Right? Yeah. Much like the events of this podcast today, everything we talk about is just sad news. And I'm like, <sighs> I don't read the news. I don't watch the news. But I did find it really interesting. So I think we'll start doing that. So I, I can't, I cannot add anything to this Brexit talk. No, no, I, I, yeah. it's not even about Brexit. It's about the prep. prep. But I, I, it's another example which infuriates me about Brexit of like none of this shit was organised first, and now we're going to. Yeah what, in a month's time, potentially leave something where nothing's been worked out. Um, you know, I've always liked the thought of screwing myself, but the country has literally screwed itself. And it's not, doesn't seem to be fun, so now I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going to happen. I know in my, in my workplace, they haven't come up with different plans because I don't know how it's all going to be affected. Is it? The Brexiteers. Is that the people who vote to leave? Is that what you call them, Brexits? I have no idea. No. I hope they like smoking, because I don't. I mean, I was going to make a joke here, but I fell through. Oh. <laughs> was it finished? Like, no. It was, I was going to say something like, oh, can I have a cigarette? Because I usually like to smoke after I've been fucked over. Mm. I spoiled the joke. You just start halfway through your joke. <laughs> I think I'm tired too. It's late on a Sunday. It's only 8 o'clock. It's late for me on a Sunday. It's only because you trolled your ass from Glasgow. No, Wales. Wales, yeah. Yeah, do it to I need to eat you. Right, okay. Well, shut it down. That's it for this week, guys. Yeah. Thanks Make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race on Thursday, though, because I, I, I wanted people to talk about it. Why don't we watch it, even if we don't watch it together, why don't we watch it, post questions about it, and get people to answer? I'm leaving that with you. So if it doesn't happen, it's Matt's fault. That's fine. Even if it doesn't, I'm happy to take that consequence. All right. And guys, if you can nominate punishments for Matt for forgetting. I like whips and chains. Mm-hmm. And like bondage. Gypsies, tramps and thieves. I've never even heard of this song. Never. Never. And then it came up in a pub quiz. I think, was it, I don't think it was on you. It must have been our first one. I said, yeah, Gypsy Tramps and Queens. No idea. Thieves, not thieves, Queens. Gypsy Tramps and Queens. Tramps and Thieves. No idea what the song Love is. that song. Well, not one of her best, but still up there in the greatest album. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, have a lovely week, Ashley. Although I'll see you do most of it. And everyone, have a lovely week as well. And enjoy. One thing I'm looking forward to is getting some. Bye, everyone. Jumpers. Have a good. <laughs> some new jumpers for for autumn. Now it's that time. Yeah, it's very autumnal. It's and so you do warm. Like where you like? No. I, do, I was in. I uh, I had to refrain from buying a new cardigan the other day because mm-hmm. I thought, am I going back down this room? Cardigans are just so multifunctional. They look good. They're like, you know, if it, is it too warm? Is it not too warm? Is it too cool? Put a cardigan on. You know, just put one on. Like, I do what? I'm the right temperature now. You just said it was too warm. Okay. All right. Bye bye. No, I meant is it too cold? Too. If you don't know what the if you don't know what the weather's like, what do you wear? I think I'll put a cardigan on. I like cardigans. Yeah, good chat. Cardigans are the way. Anyway, thanks everyone. Bye bye. Bye. I got you, baby.